Good afternoon. Greetings once again in the name of the Lord Jesus, and welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth as found in Scripture. Last week, Pastor Pace talked to us about seeking to be humble. Today, he will deliver a powerful message about when your religion is just a form. You don't want to miss it. The Word of Truth is hosted by Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, where we are a church for all nationalities. For more information, you can go to our website, gtacdallas.com. But now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I am Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, and I welcome you again to the Word of Truth broadcast. We pray that God's many, many blessings be upon you, His grace and mercy be with you, and we are rejoicing in the Lord for what God is doing at Grace and Truth Apostolic Church as we're seeing people's lives changed, amen, repenting of their sin, finding salvation for their souls, and it's just a time of revival, and we are so grateful for God being so good to us and seeing the mighty power and acts of God. Amen. Well, I want to come to you today from 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse number 1. Paul, writing his son in the gospel, Timothy, says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. And then verse 5 says, Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. I want to talk to you today about when your religion is a form. When your religion is a form. And so we know that we are in the last days, and we can certainly say that perilous times are here with all of the protests and all of the fighting and all of the uh, dealing with the COVID-19. We are in a really, really time of unrest especially for our country. And so these are the last days, and we are in perilous time. And the last thing that we need is dead religion. Amen. Religion that is just a form. Paul says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. When we talk about godliness, we're talking about pious, holiness, marked by or showing reverence for deity and devotion to divine worship, sacred or devotional as distinct from the profane or secular. Godliness is living godly for God. God's people are expected to be godly. But it's easy to have a form of godliness, which is dead religion, and not have the power of godliness. Amen. This is what Paul is saying. They have the form, but they don't have the power. I want to draw your attention to 1 Samuel chapter 4. This is when the children of Israel were going to fight against the Philistines. And this is the time of Eli, when Samuel was a little boy. And in 1 Samuel 4 and 3, it says, when the people were come unto the camp, the elders of Israel said, Wherefore hath the Lord smitten us today before the Philistines? Let us fetch the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of Shiloh unto us, that when it cometh among us, it may save us out of the hand of our enemies. 
So the people sent to Shiloh that they might bring from thence the ark of the covenant of the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth between the cherubims. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the ark of the covenant of God. And when the ark of the covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the earth rang again. And so they were smitten by the Philistines, and they went and got the ark of the covenant. Amen, which we know is where the mercy seat is, and the cherubims, amen, look over the mercy seat where God dwelleth. And so they thought that by bringing the Ark of the Covenant into the camp and having it with them, that that would cause them to defeat the Philistines. All right, but instead, the Philistines smote Israel. The Ark of the Covenant did not help them because the Ark was just a symbol of God. Amen. This was a ritual. This was something, amen, that they thought that they could do and have with the Ark of the Covenant to give them favor of God. But, but Israel was in sin at this time. Eli's sons were in sin. And God was not with Israel. They may have had the Ark of the Covenant with them, amen, which was a form of godliness, but they did not have God with them, his spirit working by his power. It is common for those that have alienated themselves from the life of religion to discover a great fondness for the rituals and the external observances of religion. For those that would even deny the power of godliness, they, would, they have more of an admiration of the form the ritual, the ceremony, more than the power of God. The children of Israel could not distinguish between the ark as the symbol of God's presence and the actual presence of God. Amen. You can have the church, you can have the pews, the chairs, you can have the musicians, you can have the singing, you can have all of that in place. But yet, it, it's all a form. There is no power. There is no power. You see, the power comes from God. Jesus said in Acts 1 and 8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And then on the day of Pentecost is when the Holy Ghost was poured out. And the Jews that were praying there, amen, 120 of them, as the Bible said, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared to them cloven tongues like as a fire set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is what Jesus was talking about. He said, ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. In order for you to receive the power, you have to have the Holy Ghost. Amen. you got to have it the Bible way, the same way that they received it on the day of Pentecost. How do you know you received it? You're going to get it the same way they did. You don't get it by accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. No. Amen. Amen. The Spirit, the power, the Holy Ghost being poured out upon you will fill you, baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And the evidence of speaking in tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance, amen, shows that you have been born of the Spirit, that you receive the Holy Ghost. This gives you power. 
Without the Holy Ghost, your religion is a form. Without the Holy Ghost, you don't have the power. Amen. You're just going through the motions. You're just going through a religious experience. You're just going through a form and ceremony of trying to live for God. Amen. Denying the power. Amen. Denying the power to deliver you from sin. Denying the power to, to deliver you and set you free from worldliness. Amen. People going to church, still living in sin, fornicating, committing adultery, gossiping, full of bitterness, jealousy, and envy, holding grudges against people. Amen. And they feel as though they have a right to do this. Why? Because they're natural in the flesh. They don't have the power of the Holy Ghost. They have a form of religion when they go to church. Amen. But they don't have the power to deliver them and set them free. Why? Because they deny the power saying, oh, you don't need the Holy Ghost. You don't need to speak in tongues. All you got to do is just believe and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and you're saved. Well, that's not true. Jesus said if that same, what well, Paul said in Romans chapter 8, if that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead, that same spirit dwell in you, it will quicken your mortal body. It will give your body life. It will give your body power. That's Paul. That's why Paul said that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. You don't know the power of the resurrection unless that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you. And the only way the spirit dwells in you is when you're baptized with the Holy Ghost, just like they were on the day of Pentecost, speaking in tongues as a spirit of God give the utterance. And that's why Paul said in that same chapter, Romans chapter 8, he that hath not the spirit of Christ is none of his. Why? Because you got to have the Holy Ghost to get you out of here. Amen. If you want to be saved. And so religion, dead religion is not going to save you. There are many of you that are listening to this broadcast right now. I really believe in my spirit that many of you, you are tired of dead religion. You're tired, amen, of going to church and seeing the same people at church that you saw at the club the night before. Amen. You're tired of this. You know there's more. You know there's something different. Oh, yes, there is. Hallelujah. You can experience the real power of the Holy Ghost. You're tired of going to church. Amen. And seeing the praise dancers dressed in their tight outfits and revealing outfits. And amen. Going to church. Amen. And having to close your eyes. You can't even praise and worship God because amen. Of all the inmodest dressed and so on. Why? It's because it's people that are denying the power, amen, of godliness to set them free so they can live godly by the Spirit of God. You need the power of God, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God in you to give you the power to overcome, amen, amen. Uh, the Bible said he gives you power to become the sons of God. You've got to have the power. Amen. Paul said to Titus, and wrote to Titus, the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we shall live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Amen. You need the grace and the power of God to teach you how to live godly. How to live godly in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Amen. The grace of God is the spirit of grace, the Holy Ghost, that empowers you. 
Amen. Amen powers you. You can't live it by your flesh alone. You need the power. Stop denying the power. Stop denying the power of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And get set free from your dead religion. Amen. From your dead religion. Praise God. Amen. When godliness becomes a form, there is no power. Because it's denied by the form. Your form denies the power. The only way to get the power of God is you got to have real revival. Amen. By humbling yourself and repenting of your sin, turning away from your sin, letting God fill you with the Holy Ghost, turning from your wicked ways. And when you receive the power of the Holy Ghost, amen, then you're going to receive the power. Amen. You denying ungodliness and worldly lust only because, amen, you're trying to do it from your flesh. Amen. But you cannot do it without the power. Amen. That's why Paul told Timothy, they have a form of godliness, but they're denying the power thereof. In order for you to live godly in Christ Jesus, you've got to have the power of the Holy Ghost. Hear me today. You that are tired of dead religion, listen at the end of this broadcast. You need to come by and see us at Grace and Truth Apostolic Church and experience the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm Pastor Joel Pace. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Pace. I don't know about you, but I'd much rather live by the power of the Holy Ghost than just a formality of religion. Well, that concludes today's edition of the Word of Truth. If you have any questions or would like a home Bible study, feel free to give us a call. Our phone number is 214-391-0017. And as our world is slowly opening back up, we are now back to having in-person services. We, of course, are following strict safety guidelines. So to see that information so you can attend, go to our website, gtacdallas.com. Our service times will be listed there. We would love to see you and your family. Again, go to gtacdallas.com. Please stay safe in these trying times, and let's stay in prayer for our nation, for healing, for understanding, and for change. On behalf of Pastor Joel Pace and Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, God bless.